1: Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. All right, let's talk about the picks of the week for our guy, Ryan Horvath. College and pro picks. Uh, and again, don't forget, and Long, download on your Odyssey app. Or if you download your favorite podcast at always stream this live on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel uh, as well, uh, usually at noon Central Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Bucky Boyd uh, messages on YouTube. Musgrave, a rival game, absolutely this week. Uh, Bucky, I am with you. I think he's gonna have that big game too. All right. So you're gonna start with college or pro picks, Ryan. Uh let's go with uh pro picks, actually, because I want to take an Aaron Jones anytime touchdown. I'm also gonna take the over on receptions. Not posted yet, but I do think Aaron Jones is gonna have to be more involved in the offense here, right? Obviously. Actually, let, let me see hope. if I can that. okay. So his receiving yards in this game, 20 and a half. I'll go over 20 and a half receiving yards on Aaron Jones. Uh, Luke Musgrave, I'll go over. I'll take you and uh, Bucky Boyd's recommendation on this one. Give me over 33 and a half receiving yards, minus 120. And I'll also go with the, uh, yeah, the anytime touchdowns not up yet for Aaron Jones. All right. So um, other than that, let's see what I like this week in the NFL. NFL has been a little tricky lately. Let's go with uh, my favorite couple I like. All right. Take the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, minus two and a half at home against the Dolphins. Dolphins are great offensively. Um, they could run. They could throw the ball deep. They could hit the explosive plays. Obviously, with Tyreek and with Jalen Waddle, Tua looks like an MVP candidate right now. Philadelphia is coming off their first loss of the season. I just I worry a little bit about Miami's defense in this one, especially their run defense. I think that Philadelphia is going to be able to run the ball for like five six yards per carry, eat some clock, and then they'll hit you with the explosive plays. Jalen's going to have a bounce back game. He threw. Or they turned the ball over four times. You know, a couple of those picks, though, were a little bit fluky. Had his arm hit on one of them. Um, One of them was, like, hot potatoed around. So I will go back to the Eagles this week. At home, minus 2.5. I also bet the Chargers, plus 5.5, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Herbert... Is I believe like 24, 24, and one against the spread against all other teams in the National Football League, but he's covered the number in all but one game against the Chiefs and Mahomes. Uh-huh. They always play these games tough. It always comes down to a field goal. They've beat them outright a couple times. I like uh the Chargers, at least to keep it close, plus five and a half. My favorite pick in the NFL is actually the Ravens, minus three. Detroit's a little bit beat up right now. Um and Baltimore's finally healthy. Like last week was the first week all season that Lamar had all five starting offensive linemen. And I like what the offense is when they don't drop the football. It's just, you know, when Lamar does run the ball, it's into a bunch of light boxes. Right. Um, and the defense has been playing pretty good. So it, this is one of those games where you fade the Lions and Jared Goff. It's a road game, right? Um, he's going to be under pressure. Jared Goff's not the same quarterback when he's under pressure. And we're going to have a bunch of wind. Uh, this game, about 20 minutes from my house in Maryland. And I think we're going to have like 25 to 30 mile per hour wins, they're still saying. I think it's come down a little bit, but Jared Goff, windy game. And is Detroit going to be able to run the ball if they don't have a healthy Gibbs? It looks like he's going to play in this game, but David Montgomery's out. So uh, good luck running against that Ravens front. College, I like the under in Ohio State and Penn State. Two top five defenses right there. And Drew Aller, this is going to be his first real road start. And he's only thrown seven passes this season over 15 yards, and I love Penn State's running backs. Like I said before the season, I like them just as much as Michigan's running backs, Nicholas Singleton and Catron Allen, but the offensive line's not playing really good right now, so they're, neither of them is even averaging five yards per carry. They can't get the run game going, and Ohio State's defense has actually been pretty good, so I like the under in the game. It's scary, but I'm going to take USC uh, minus seven. They look like crap last week against Notre Dame. Now they go back home. And I love Utah when they're at home in Utah. Toughest place to play in the country, at least in the Pac-12, I'll say. But that's not the same Utah team. Like, they don't have Cam Rising. Looks like he's just going to medical redshirt for next year when they go to the Big 12. They don't have their best receiver and Keithy still. Looks like he's going to do the same thing. And uh, USC, man, Lincoln Riley kind of called the team out and Caleb Williams. He's got three picks or threw three picks, I should say, last week against Notre Dame. That's as many as he threw last season. He has 13 turnover-worthy plays, but all those have been under pressure. I think they might be able to protect in this game against that Utah front a little bit better than they did against Notre Dame. And like I said, Utah, I love them at home, but look at the road games. Uh, they got almost got beat by Baylor. Uh, they got blasted earlier on the road by uh, Oregon State. That was just a couple weeks ago. So give me uh, – yeah, I'm going to go with uh, that one. Give me um, – USC minus seven. I was making sure that number's still there. It is. And then last one really quick. Uh, give me Ch-ch-ch-ch. Wake Forest money line against Pitt. Pitt's terrible. I, I want to see it's it's minus one and a half right now. I just like the money line minus 120. Pitt's so bad that they took their starting quarterback, uh, Phil Jerkovic, and they moved him to tight end. And uh, Wake Forest has lost three straight games. Perfect buy low opportunity. I like this spot. They
0: so. moved him to tight end?
1: Yeah. He's that bad. So it's not been a great no, is year. Is he still for,
0: there, Coach, in Pittsburgh? Is he, he still there? Yes,
1: he is, he is. I'm not a big oh. Nardisi guy either. So oh, uh, Wake Forest, I like the first half under as well in Ohio State and Penn State. I like Penn State to cover, though, plus four and a half. I like USC. Hell, I'll just give you all of them. I like Central Florida plus <laughs> 19 and a half. I like Arkansas minus six and a half. I'm taking, the, I'm taking Minnesota plus four against Iowa. Minnesota hasn't beat Iowa in like 30 years. P.J. Flex never beat Iowa. He has to do it this year. Their quarterback Fleck. is 23 for 70 passing the ball, and they still beat the Badgers. Oh, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to bet the Badgers. Minus two and a half against Illinois. That number has went from four down to two and a half. Everybody's going to fade the Badgers. This might be the best thing for them. I hate to say it. Tanner Mordecai getting hurt might be the best thing for him because how many times do we see that offense averaging five, six yards per carry? And then they drop Mordecai back, and he throws a terrible pass, and he gets picked off. He has not lived up to the hype. Nope. And if you go back, I liked him at SMU, but when he stepped up in class and played defenses with a pulse, he wasn't very good. So I'm on to the next one, man. And this team, man, if they let me down. I don't think I'm getting to the eight wins.